Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Do you love the podcast content but are looking to get a bit more one-on-one strategy? If that is the case, I really encourage you to check out our monthly masterclasses. Each month, I dive into a specific topic that is going to help you and your dance studio reach the next level. So if you're interested in finding more about that, head to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Again, each month is a specific topic catered to you and your dance studio all about how to grow and create a bigger, more successful, just more streamlined dance studio. And if that's something you're interested in, you can buy a one-off masterclass. So if you can sort of pick and choose to what topics suit your interests, or alternatively, you can sign up for our membership to our masterclass, which is a discounted monthly price. So whatever you are interested in joining us for, you can check that out at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Clara Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assembly Dance Studio Coaching Podcast. In today's episode, we are diving in all things communication. That's with parents, team, and everyone involved in running your dance studio. So we all know, you know communication plays a massive role in being able to run events, to be able to streamline classes and run an effective business. But, you know, after running my business for so many years, there is definitely different ways that we have tried that have had a better effect than others. And we are going to touch on some of those points today uh, in the lead up to the end of the year. So if you're interested in finding out more information on how you can refine your communication, build your communication, maybe even streamline it to make it the most effective way to actually get parents to read it, that's that's always a, um, a challenge, then be sure to stay tuned in today's episode. Alrighty, so communication, it plays a massive, massive part in running our dance studios. Aside from the classes and everything that goes into running them, you know, week to week or day to day, depending on like how you structure your classes. There is so much communication in terms of being able to share what's going on at the studio, um, different events, and then different groups within the studio, for instance, maybe like performance teams or um, exam students or teacher assistants. They also require a different level of communication and updates. So we use a variety of different um platforms to try and ensure that parents are seeing uh, the information because at the end of the day, sending an email nowadays doesn't seem to cut it. Either their email sends to junk or parents just don't read it or, again, they're getting such an influx of info from so many people, it's it's easy for things to get lost in the wash. So, um, sorry, and joining me, as always, <laughs> is lovely Mariah. Hi. Now, Mariah, we shifted, was it this year or last year? This year. To a different kind of method. So Mm -hmm. last year we sent emails as needed. So, you know, we had an event coming up or a reminder or information. We used to send it out as it came. So there's no real, like, pattern or structure. It just was sent as needed. needed. So there was no anticipation of any information. 
and why did we just and what like why and what did we decide to shift to this year so a bit of feedback that we would have was that we like there was too many got lost or there's too many like emails I don't know which one's the most current like all that sort of stuff with the parents and we can totally respect that they've got multiple some multiple children and multiple Multiple things happening um so we really wanted to again simplify and take it back a notch um so we decided to go with uh monthly newsletter emails um this we still wait I'll just start with the emails first so we do monthly newsletters um, and that has literally everything you'll need to know for the month coming and anything like exciting or anything or sometimes further ahead yeah anything cool that we had the month prior so um yeah anything coming up events workshops any like car park notices like literally just anything that needs to be known is been put into that newsletter that the team and I kind of accumulate like um, topic points and then pop it into that newsletter. Um, And then we also still have our like family Facebook group. Um, So that's, like I said, a Facebook group. And we, it doesn't, we don't have like a newsletter that pops up on that. That one is still very much, um, here's like, here's what's happening, here's a notice, as well as like our social media posts that are relevant to them. We will pop into the family group as well, um, just so they're staying up to date on all things as they're happening too, um, and it's totally up to them which one they want to look at or... Because we try and keep our like pages and our Instagram a little bit less noticey for yes. our current parents and more of like an advertising yes. um, or like about us yeah you know we do share what's sort of happening and yeah. what's coming up but it's not like don't forget to pack your tights yeah. or like we sit we do share some important yeah. dates and things but it's less like yes i'm noticed board yes. and more like who we are and yeah what we do. yeah 100 percent. and but I, our facebook group is yes our facebook group is very much notices permission notes are due like that we don't really tend to put on our like general instagram and facebook um again because a lot of people who are also following us aren't maybe a current person or maybe they're like grandma or auntie and like really they don't don't need to know yeah um so yeah that's our two main streams of communication with parents is our monthly newsletter and also the family group which they can openly comment on if they have any questions and we'll get back to them um and they're that they're sort of the two that are working for us at the moment um it's still not perfect though like, no we we send it out and like still you get people like yeah. i'll be at the front desk someone will walk in and be like i haven't seen anything about the concert. concert and i'm like oh really that's strange like it's been in the last four newsletters yeah. it's literally on the wall behind you yeah and then i'll be like oh oh i don't read the newsletter yeah and it's like okay well that's probably why you haven't seen the yeah then. yeah yeah like you do you can never stop that and there's no. always going to be people who are like that and that's mm. just a part of any business yeah um but i know it can get frustrating yeah when you put all this effort and just try and streamline it and make it yeah. improved i guess yeah. And also from a um, team perspective too, doing the monthly monthly newsletter, it's a little bit uh, less work for me doing the one the whole month than doing multiple throughout the the month that we used to do as well. Um, so that's been good from a back end point of view, but I think also from a parent point of view, if they're like, 
oh, what was that thing that they said uh, that I need to do? All they need to do is search for one email and it's going to mm. be there rather than going through, oh, my God, they sent five this month. Which which one was the one that had the yeah. thing in it? And we still sometimes, like, send Yeah, the, co- the occasional, yeah. Or, like, overdue. Like, yes. Particularly things, like, important things like our concert notes. Yes. We also find it gets to a point we send, like, one reminder, then we have to kind of shift to text. Yes which, again, is a very effective way. We don't have it set up on our system. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not 100% sure why. It, with Kachi that we have now, it needs another platform to connect SMS. But I think Class Manager has that. Oh, text now? I think. Oh. Well, maybe it didn't when we first started. Well, anyway, we'll have yeah. a look at that. Yeah. Um, but we, so we sort of still do that manually. Not for every individual, no. but say, like, that's why it's sort of like we do it, like our list will kind of reduce, 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 and then we will text, um, often do like yes, no text because yep. people just are used to that for like the doctors or yeah. getting an appointment or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's the easiest way to get a quick response out of them, um, more often than not. So that is something, um, yeah, that we have sort of shifted. And we've noticed in general, I think, a an, well, not even an improvement, but just again, it's just streamlined. It's clear. Yeah. There's an expectation. Some most parents read it, or at least they know to go look for it. If yeah. They're, and they're missing something. Um. And those, yeah, there's a couple of the platforms and things that we use. Now we we do like again we use Class Manager and like there is a portal for you to be able to post announcements and stuff. We don't because our parents don't generally use that. We usually put, like, a link to our newsletter on Class Manager um, just in case, just in case um, <coughs> someone wasn't on our email list when we sent it and then newly enrolled. Yeah. Um, so our admin manager, Crystal, she would point them to the Class Manager um, notice board. Um, and sort of that's the only real reason why we pop it pop it in there because, as you said, not ninety nine percent of our people don't check Class Manager no. for but notices. But person will be on there because they're enrolling yes. or updating yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, and that's really, 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 yeah. The 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 simplest way yeah. that we have found. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes again, just printing things out like a slip mm. we've now sort of mm. i hate wasting paper but it sort of seems to be the best it way. works like because people aren't used to it anymore yeah and so it's in their face a little bit more yeah we might even print out like a small slip and have a yes. qr code or yes. something like that um but we, yeah. we try not it's just again it's quite expensive printing mm. Mm. like we did that for our permission notes we had little slips with the QR code on it that we did send out like in all of our classes as well as we did our workshop, mm. um, a couple of our workshops to our winter camp and September workshops that had the QR code on it too mm. um, and they seem to do pretty well mm. um, even though majority of our sales are still not, not enrolled people mm. um, but they did seem to get some more notice about mm. the workshops at least. Um so obviously we're not going back to doing paper method for everything, but I think there's definitely time a time and place, place for it. Emphasize. Yeah. And I think for us the next one will be the concert. Um, no, twenty oh, concert. Sorry, the twenty twenty four things. Yes. Yeah. Um yes. So <laughs> that is some things that we've been looking at. Um any other tips for like being transparent and effectively communicating with parents? Like what have you noticed? I think being 
giving them a lot of notice, mm. like a being well notice. ahead of the game. Um, so like being very transparent if, you know, with dates coming up, like don't just spur it on them, like give them a lot of notice coming up prior. Um, and then they have time to write it down or whatever they got to do. And also just like, I don't know, I don't know if we've ever had this sort of situation, but just transparency being like honest if something happened mm. or I don't know, like for example, I guess with our, like, um, one of our car parks, like the car park at our location is getting redone and we had nothing to do with it. It was all the council basically. Mm. So being like, just being like, they shut our car park. Yeah. Basically couldn't walk into the front of the building. Yeah. So that was great. But we openly discussed that with the team, with the parents and being like, we literally had no, no choice in this. The council has, you know, brought this on us and then there's no room for that oh yeah. why didn't you tell us prior no. like being be real and just be like this is what's happened mm. you know it's bad for us we hate bad it too. for you yeah like so um I think just yeah keeping it open and and a big one will be um staying well ahead of trying to be like oh let's send an email out a week prior to a massive event yeah yeah um and then I think another thing I also notice is like, yes, sometimes you require a detail about a post but at, or an event or whatever, but at the top having like a summary, like yeah. date, what, yeah, what to, like how, yeah. like yeah. that really basic. In our um, monthly newsletter, we have a little section at the top for people that can't be bothered to read the whole thing of basically what's included in the okay, yeah, newsletter. So it's like, uh, um, like, in summary of what's happening or something, it's like parent viewing week is the 16th to the blah, 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 is blah, blah, blah. Like it, yeah. it just like, it's a lot, um, condensed yeah. version of what's in the newsletter and anyone that wants to read more can read more if they want to. Or at least when they go, oh, I actually do need to know that yeah. and scroll to that. Yes. Um, or again, come back to it. Yeah. Uh, and then transitioning into some team communication, uh, or, like, again, we have a large team, so yeah. we have to use a, a variation of different methods, digital, in-person um, meetings are really important. And then, again, we have different types of team members. So we have you know, full-time, part-time management staff. We have casual teachers. We have teachers who teach for us five days and teachers who might teach for us, you know, a couple of hours a week. So we've also got to be mindful that not everyone... Not to bombard them. No, yeah. no, and just to try and give them the information um as needed yeah. and but again that it's there if they need it yeah. um and if they have any questions like mm. to reach out uh again we're trying to build a cohesive and informed staff so that if parents have questions they don't they have at least an understanding or can yes. you know, direct them to where they need to find that information yeah 100 percent. i think that's really important too because a lot of the time the parents do go up to the teachers of that are teaching that class and then if a teacher doesn't know, it's like, well, don't you work here? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of a bit of a weird and situation. Like, I'm not good at dates. So if someone yeah. comes to me, like, well, I honestly, I'd be like, oh, but I know there's a sign just outside the yes. door and I can walk them out yeah. and show and give, point them in the right 100%. direction. 100%. I end up with our teachers as well going into, like, sort of what we've got um, for communication with them. I th we have a Facebook Messenger group. Um, and that's kind of like important notices or even just sometimes like a, how you guys going, mm. check in, um, a bit more chatty. yeah, a bit more chatty what's going on. Um, and then 
for myself for social media posts, we have separate chats for that because we seemed like when we were putting in the social post to the just everyday like teacher chat, it was getting clogged. We couldn't find some People important were, notices. Yeah. People were just gone through it. So we have separate um like a separate messenger for our socials, like any like content they got in classes, things like that. Um, we also have a Facebook group. And that's more like events. Yes. Sharing documents. Sometimes you yes. share those posts into, into the, the messenger. Chat. Yeah. But I don't know, people seem to see the messages more. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I just don't think it gets lost in, like, Facebook notifications. Mm. Um, so, we, yeah, they tend to do, like, a post on the group and then, like, we share that group into the Messenger chat and be like, hey, check this out. We need you to do this, this, this. And then if it's anything very important, it's usually, like, an email. Mm. Um, we can all, obviously, we also email the staff too just to and all say stuff. A lot of the teachers will get like a class notice because they're assigned to that class so if anything changes they will yeah. get a copy of that as well yeah um yes and we use then slack for internal communication yes. previously it was only really for our management team but now we also use it for any of our off-site teachers at our school locations yes. so that they can stay in touch with the admin team if we need to make calls for the day yeah um so that's really important as well uh lastly i want to touch on like a bit of constant information before we wrap up this episode. And we've talked about our go-to guide before, but again, this is a, a document that we have that has all of our constant information. And we now split it up into different age groups and um, locations and such. So it's only sharing relevant information to the parents. But essentially it's creating, again, a centralized place where they know to come for the information. So, you know, you just sort of, essentially start teaching them and sharing with them that all the information they need about this is in this guide. Yeah, well, rather than you doing, like, a post about costumes, a post yeah. about whatever else, rehearsals. Do. Yeah, but it's just it's easier for them and for you to have it all in one document, one place, and they just have to click on that. And for us, the parents are very much aware that it is a working document, mm -hmm. so it's been constantly updated. updated. So when they go and click on the link, it could have changed from the last time that they had looked at it. Yeah. Um, so it's constantly being updated. It's a central place for them to find information about the concert, what's important to them, what's relevant to them, anything, literally anything they need to know about the concert will be going into our go-to guide. Um, so it's just like a one-link situation that we post on like concert updates, things like that. For our newsletters, it's just one link and then it's just easy as can be for them to find info. Mm, 100%. Um, so those are a couple of tips and strategies that we have been using and trying and there's a heap, heap more, but we don't want this episode to go on forever. <laughs> so if you're interested in finding um, different ways that you can increase um, the effectiveness and you know manage communication with parents and team members and even sometimes students depending on the type of studio you have and the, the age of your students uh, and also how this could help prevent potential misunderstandings and conflicts so how being on the front foot for communication generally mm. can reduce this if you're looking for more information about how to improve your communication be sure to join our masterclass which is on the 7th of november which is all about communication. So you can find that by heading to our website, which is sunblowdancechiocoaching.com, and then just following the masterclass link. Yeah. Um, so that information is there, and we'd love for you to join us. So thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Mariah. Of course. 
And thank you so much for listening, guys. Hope you have a great day wherever you are. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.